The following is a presentation of KSL Sports. First and 12. A total roundup of this weekend's BYU football and the new look Big 12 Conference. First and 12 is sponsored by Macy's Grocery Store. Your hosts are Mitch Harper and Alex Keery on KSL News Radio and the KSL Sports Zone. Hour number two is underway here on First and 12. Mitch Harper. No Alex Curie this week. He's in Las Vegas for F1. So joining me is Matt Biamonte, host of Cougar Sports Saturday, Cougar Nation. Cougar Nation, Monday nights, tomorrow. We'll be taking your phone calls 6 to 7 as another therapy session for all of Cougar Nation. Matt, we're having a lot of fun. Are you enjoying yourself? Having a blast. I love Cougar Nation. This show's a lot of fun. There's a lot of great content in the state of Utah right now for college football. This is a great college football state, and I love that there's multiple programs now at the highest level. That's the way it should have always been, and it's been a a lot of fun covering football in that regard. You know what's also a lot of fun too, Matt, on this show? The Big 12 Power Rankings. Let's get to it. The Big 12 Power Rankings Big Board. A weekly rank of all 12 programs from the elite to the bottom dwellers. That's right, Matt. It's our feature segment every single week here on First and 12, the Power Rankings. You know, for the first time since we started this show, felt like it's kind of finally fallen into place. There was a lot of volatility in Big 12 power rankings to begin the year. Felt like for the first eight weeks or so, you're seeing a team go from 14 to 2. I mean, Oklahoma State one week, we had at 14 after losing to USA. Now, they're they're near the top of the, the pecking order. So, Let's roll it out here, the Big 12 Power Rankings. Let's start with number one, the Texas Longhorns. No surprise, they sit atop the standings. They're in the favorite to to be the number one team at the Big 12 Championship game and maybe have an outside shot at the playoff. I don't feel like they're one of the four best teams, though. That's the thing. They're certainly better with Quinn Ewers than they were with Malik Murphy. And losing Jonathan Brooks hurts. However, C.J. Baxter still ran for over 100 yards against Iowa State, so they've got a lot of great running backs. And yet, you look at the scores week after week. They barely outlast an Iowa State team on the road, 26-16. I'm not inspired by that. Are we not giving enough credit to the Big 12 teams, though? Are we just are we falling victim to the logos again and saying, well, Texas should crush I mean, crush maybe a little bit. I'm just saying I don't think Texas is one of the four best teams at, yeah. at the end of the day. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying the Big 12 is not good. I'm not saying Texas isn't good. I just feel like even though they beat Alabama, don't you feel like today Alabama's a better football team than Texas? Yes, absolutely. And I feel like Alabama will move ahead of Texas eventually here. It's going to happen. We saw Texas live in person when BYU traveled down to the 40 acres. I was unimpressed. I, I felt if like they could have fielded a halfway. If they could have fielded the offense against Oklahoma, that would have been a football point. game. Good point. Yeah, if BYU had a smidge of offense in Austin – a month ago, that's a competitive ball game. Yeah. And I don't know if they win, but you walk out of there feeling like, okay, we played with the Big 12 supposed best team. Big 12 power rankings here on first and 12. That's number one, Texas. Number two, Oklahoma State. They're also number two in the standings with the tiebreakers that go in their favor with the head-to-head results. The Pokes got a big win over Houston. Nice bounce-back win after that disaster at UCF a week ago. I can't believe 
that Oklahoma State is in this position. I, I, I really know. cannot. After the way things started in non-conference play, I had written them off. I was feeling like, man, hey, there's a good chance at the end of the year, BYU's going to go down there and win. It doesn't look that way anymore. And it just goes to show how critical it is, Mitch, to have an identity. Once they found one with Ollie Gordon II, it changed that football team. It helped Alan Bowman settle in. And, I, yeah, I think they have to be number two right now just because of the position they're in. They took care of business on the road, and they're sitting pretty. Let's go to number three. <sighs> Even saying this name, <laughs> Mitch, it stings. Too soon? Oklahoma Sooners, number three. Look, you got to give them credit for two things. Number one. A lot's been said about the turnovers, and rightfully so. But Oklahoma made those plays. They jumped the route and went 100 yards back for the six. And Danny Stutzman, it was brilliant of him to just slowly sneak out of the vision of Retzloff, go in there, force the fumble out. They made those plays. And then for them to make enough plays offensively with a true freshman quarterback, tip of the cap to them. They should have been beat. But they still got it done. And that's a credit to a good team. Not everything goes your way on the road. Sometimes you have to find ways to win. They did that. It'll be interesting to see how long Dylan Gabriel's out won. Uh, They've got the best offense in the Big 12, averaging 40 points a game. How much does that change if Jackson Arnold's the quarterback next week against TCU? We'll have to see. Number four, Kansas State. Got a big win in their rivalry matchup against Kansas. K-State's solid, man. They continue to be a force in this league. I think they're going to be one of the best programs in the new Big 12 when Texas and Oklahoma leave. I just feel like in a year where, you know, it's kind of been an underrated storyline. Typically, when we talk about Big 12 teams, they can't follow it up after a big year. Last year, Kansas State won the Big 12. I think a lot of people on the outside keep thinking TCU won and say, oh, typical Big 12 letdown. K-State's not letting down. They're still one of the best teams in this conference. They're right there heading into the final week with a chance to get to the championship game. Number five, making a climb this week, West Virginia. I think a lot of credit has to be given to the Mountaineers for how dominant they have destroyed some of these newcomer programs in the Big 12. West Virginia's ground attack with Garrett Green has been outstanding this season in certain games. Yes, they looked poor last a couple weeks ago against Oklahoma, A lot of teams in this league have struggled against the Sooners. West Virginia, I think, deserves to be in this top five. And like Oklahoma State, who would have thought that the Mountaineers would be in a spot heading into the final week in the top five of the power rankings? Seven and four. They're going bowling. And I can't stop thinking about Neil Brown at Big 12 Media Days before the year began. I'm enjoying a beach vacation, and I get a message from an administrator. You were picked last in the Big 12. And he was like, oh, no, (laughs) let's go right now. And look, West Virginia and Neil Brown, they have answered the call. They've surprised a lot of people. Number six, the Kansas Jayhawks, who come up short against Kansas State. They had an 11-point lead, but come up on the losing end. Kansas, I think, would be higher if they had Jason Bean or Jalen Daniels. Still haven't seen Jalen Daniels since that game against BYU. He's not coming back. When you're putting out the social media post about right. the next season, you're shutting it down. But that's exciting for Kansas. When you look at the 16-team Big 12 of the future, to have Jalen Daniels, I don't think he's going to get the preseason hype next year like he did this season. But 
that's a nice piece to have going into the 16-team Big 12 next year. Dipping two spots this week, number seven, Iowa State, who battled Texas but came up short. You can't remain in your previous power ranking spot, Mitch, when at home you run for nine yards. Yeah. That's just that's just an automatic that's a good rule to have. That's an automatic look at the box score. Oh, you ran for nine yards. We're dropping you down the list. Number eight, Texas Tech. They get a tough win against UCF, and now they are bowl eligible. Joey McGuire, he was confident last month. He was on his coach's show telling the host, yeah, we'll get to bowl eligibility. And after they lost to BYU, I thought, yeah, Joey, you might want to run that back. Hey, credit to him. He got a tough win at Kansas last week. Got another tough win against UCF. It's not pretty all the time with Texas Tech. But they're finding ways to win. And, and getting Baron Morton back was huge for this team. He's kind of brought a little bit of stability to that offense. We forget Tyler Shuck was once the starter. They've dealt with a lot of injuries at Texas Tech. And to navigate all of that and still get to six wins, nice job by, jo- by Joey McGuire and the Red Raiders. TCU at number nine. They blow out Baylor. It would have been easy to maybe have them in front of Tech because of the margin of victory. But then you have to factor in that Baylor... And this is maybe a little bit of a spoiler alert here. They're dead last again, all right, in the, in the rankings. They are bad. They are a bad football team. They are very bad. And <laughs> and so, you look, TCU, <laughs> TCU did what they were supposed to. And, hey, you know what? It's a coin flip. Tech, TCU, 8-9. We leave TCU at 9. If there's some things I know <laughs> after watching a lot of BYU football this year, I know some bad football. I know quite a bit. Uh, they're checking in at number 10 on the power rankings, UCF. UCF, despite their you know five and six record, they're number four in the league in scoring offense, 33 points a game. The Gus bus still knows how to run a high-powered offense. And remember, that was with Timmy, Timmy McLean for a while at quarterback, John Rice Plumley. He's had some up-and-down performances. You kind of got the bad John Rice Plumley yesterday against Texas Tech as they only produced 23 points. But still, I like how that team is playing. They're a lot more competitive than where they were, say, when they got the doors blown off them against Kansas. Number 11, making a slight jump this week due to the, I think, bounce-back effort, showing well against one of the better teams in the league. That's BYU. Yeah, look. They ran for over 200 yards for the first time this year, and that's the only way you can even dream up a scenario of you beating Oklahoma State next week is that you run for the football again. Maybe your quarterback, who's very inexperienced, has learned some hard lessons, takes care of the football, but if they didn't play like this against Oklahoma, I don't know, 13th, maybe out of desperation and pity and self-loathing, you'd put them below no you can never put them below Baylor but they did enough to make us believe that there is a dream scenario to upset Oklahoma State and as we've learned in the Big 12 Mitch nobody's safe even look even at home you can be had is it likely no but BYU showed a little something it was a gutsy effort in a loss against Oklahoma if BYU beats Oklahoma State next week I need the WWE to make a championship belt, a bowl-eligible belt for BYU. Rounding out the Big 12 Power Rankings, number 12, Houston. Number 13, Cincinnati. Not a good year for Scott Satterfield. We saw it coming at Big 12 Media Day. It's not a surprise. But still, to see Cincinnati once a playoff team, a playoff team, 
to now be this, where they're three-win team, kind of disappointing. And then number 14, rounding it out, Baylor Bears. Any chance Dave Aranda's back next year? They would be wise to keep him, I think. Interesting. I, I don't think Baylor is a destination job. I think Dave Aranda, give him one more year. Let's see if you can turn it around. Maybe get into the Jeff Trailer sweepstakes at UTSA if Texas A&M doesn't get Is that get a guarantee Texan. it's going to be an upgrade? I mean, for one year, maybe. He's a Texan, though. He could do the Joey McGuire thing and just rope off Texas with recruits. Well. Lean in. Better do some back-channeling then, huh, before you make a decision. <laughs> we shall see. That's the Big 12 Power Rankings this week on 1st and 12. You can check out the full list on kslsports.com, the write-up every week on Sundays on kslsports.com and the KSL Sports app. Big 12 Sound Roundup, the best sound bites from coaches and players around the league coming up next. It's all powered by KSL Sports.